This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Wall of Water. And how basements became a death trap for so many victims. The water was here. Oh, my God. The commute from hell. There's no water. There's no light. I think one functioning bathroom. They were trapped for 12 hours and let the cleanup begin. It's a lot of memories that are gone. Plus the search for this dedicated delivery man to give him a tip. I just basically want to say thank you. Then Labor Day staycation. Is COVID keeping millions of Americans home this holiday weekend? And the hottest travel destinations in the USA. Plus, that's my purse. As soon as he took off, I was like, we're getting her. She's a Navy warrior. Then, when you gotta go, you gotta go. And a few boos from the crate. Booing this tennis star for going to the bathroom? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. At least 61 deaths across eight states are being blamed on Hurricane Ida. And in New York City, most of the deaths came from people trapped in their basements with no way out. Amber Cogliano has more on that and some new video from the historic storm. Dramatic new videos of Ida's fury are emerging today. The entire wall of this house in New Jersey gave way, unleashing a massive torrent of water. Also in New Jersey, a homeowner grimly surveys an approaching tornado spawned by Ida. He and his dog take shelter in the basement. Pretty soon, he hears the tornado roaring above them. When he goes back upstairs, this is what he sees. In Queens, New York, the residents of an apartment building step into the hallway and find themselves up to their thighs in flood water. We're learning new details about the deadly flooding here in New York City. We now know that 11 of the 13 people who died in the historic flood were living in basements. This two-year-old boy and his dad and mom lost their lives in their flooded basement apartment. This video posted by the New York Times shows how a basement apartment could become a death trap in a flood. And look at this, water pouring in through two basement windows. The water was here. Oh, my God. How fast did it come in? Very, very fast. Queens resident Jimmy Udo showed me around his waterlogged basement today. You can imagine how people living in basements, how they couldn't get out. Yeah, they can't get out to your dead. Mayor Bill de Blasio says he's overhauling city policy on basement apartments. We are now going to be speaking going forward to people who live in basement apartments 
specific messages, specific uh, cell phone alerts, telling people about the vulnerabilities they face in these kind of rain events. Some are asking today if New Yorkers were given enough warning of the impending storm. The mayor only declared a state of emergency at 11.26 p.m. Wednesday night, when for many, it was too late. There was no reason they could not have prepared for this a couple days in advance. Before the storm, there was a run on generators and bottled water. Now, the push is on to find shop vacs and cleaning supplies. For thousands of people whose homes were flooded, a massive cleanup is on. And time is of the essence. You've got to get things dry before mold starts to grow. It's a sign of the times. Furniture, carpets, appliances, clothing, a lifetime of priceless family treasures all lined up. They're out on the street, soaked by floodwaters. Elza Malikinen's home in Queens was inundated with three feet of water. These are all my Christmas 38 years collection. Also my beautiful books that I've been collecting for 38 years. And just a lot of memories that are gone and all the pictures, all my shoes. It's just very sad and very emotional. Inside, the cleanup has begun, but a lot of the furniture will have to go. Inside Edition producer Chris Dukas and his family are also cleaning up their flooded basement. What are you stepping in? I'm stepping in cook, water. This is uh, a diary. I kept diaries from the day my children were born. Uh, 28 years of diaries. It's an utter disaster. So how do you go about fixing a mess like this? First, you need the right tools, masks, a shop vac, fans, and dehumidifiers. Phil Caraciolo of the cleanup company ServPro is working on a flooded basement in Brooklyn. He shared some of his know-how with Inside Edition. Throw out wet cardboard, carpets, and furniture. The flood water is, is dirty water. Um, you have different toxins, pathogens that come in with it. You want to throw out anything that it touched, so furniture, clothing, fabric items, paperwork, you know, anything that really that it got in contact with it. Dry out rooms with fans and dehumidifiers. Typically Replace drywall two feet, two feet above, above the flood line. The big dangers of water damage or flooding in your home is mold. Getting all the water out and removing the wet material, that's going to help prevent anything like that. Restoration may take weeks, but time will never heal precious memories of what was lost forever. It's estimated the total damage and economic loss from Hurricane Ida could reach $80 billion. And for people who were traveling when the storm came through, there was a different kind of fear. This woman, along with hundreds of other commuters, was trapped on a dark train for 12 hours after floodwaters brought public transportation to a grinding halt. It's the ultimate nightmare commute. These passengers were stranded on a New Jersey train for 12 hours during the storms that created mass transit chaos and flooded the Northeast this week. For that amount of time to be trapped in that space, I know I and many others, by the time we hit around 2 a.m., we're just getting very claustrophobic and very worried about how long were we going to be there. Adding to the stress, the power went out along with proper ventilation. Tia Brown was so terrified, she suffered a panic attack. I really thought I was going to die. I can't swim. Um, the water was as high as, I would say, the window. This third passenger recorded video when the train came to a halt 45 minutes after leaving Penn Station in New York. There's no water. There's no lights. There was, I think, one functioning bathroom. Rescue crews waded through the knee-deep water but couldn't help the trapped passengers due to the unprecedented four- to five-foot flood water. Firefighters came on a little bit 
ago, but they said they don't think they're getting us off until the water subsides. The commute started at 7.43 p.m. It finally came to an end the following morning at 7.45 a.m., a hellish ride during a hellish night. A spokesperson for New Jersey Transit defended keeping people on the train, saying it was the safest choice because the train cars were elevated above the flood water. They point out that that decision resulted in no injuries to customers or crew. Well, Labor Day weekend is finally here, and perhaps people are actually heeding the CDC's warning to stay home as those COVID numbers are surging. Jim Murray reports travel stats are down. Fear of COVID is putting a damper on the holiday weekend. Airlines are reporting a big drop in passengers compared to 2019, the year before the pandemic hit. Delta down 20%, United down 23%. Not as many people are traveling as you would have expected at the beginning of the summer. I mean, COVID is now spiking. We had Hurricane Ida coming through, taking several states offline. The surge of COVID cases here in the U.S. is taking a toll on international travel. European nations are set to impose new restrictions on American tourists. That means more testing and a week of quarantine before you can even begin your vacation. While air travel is down, traveling by car is about the same as last year, with 43 million expected to hit the roads. This weekend's most popular destinations, perennial favorite Orlando and Ocean City, Maryland. I'm Stephen Fabian. New York City is also on that list of most popular destinations. The Big Apple is appealing because it has one of the highest vaccination rates in the nation. And everyone you'll encounter indoors, whether that be at a museum or a restaurant, will be vaccinated because it's the law. Because we don't have much business travel right now, hotel prices are slashed. There's concern today that holiday travel will worsen the COVID spike, especially as kids return to school next week. COVID is surging among children. Last week, more than 200,000 new pediatric cases were reported across the country. After this holiday, we might see once again, after a few days, after a week or so, more bursts of infection. Because if the children, along with unvaccinated adults, get together this wonderful Labor Day weekend, there'll be spread of this virus once again. 90,000 students are currently in quarantine across the nation. At the University of Connecticut, everyone on campus must be vaccinated. Great to see you all. Welcome. We were there as this year's freshman class moved in. They're looking forward to being on campus in person. I'm so excited. I'm really excited, yeah, especially after last year. And another grim statistic, the American Academy of Pediatrics reported today that 19,000 children were hospitalized for COVID-19 last week alone. Statistically, about 40 purses are snatched every day in America, but one would-be thief picked the wrong pocketbook to nab. Its owner fought like a warrior, hanging on to the getaway car as it sped away. Turns out she's a petty officer in the U.S. Navy. That's a woman hanging on to that speeding car. In that moment, I was like, oh my God, let's go. Like, we're, we're getting this bag. 22-year-old Navy Petty Officer Sarah Fuentes was having lunch with her cousin in Miami Beach when a thief snatched her expensive Louis Vuitton designer purse. They messed with the wrong woman. Sarah caught up with the suspect 
as he got into his getaway car, she leaned into the open passenger window, trying to grab her purse. That's when the thief hit the accelerator. She held on tight. I know now better like to not do that. He could have been armed. It could have been a lot worse. She suffered severe road rash burns to her arms and legs. The suspect crashed his car a few blocks away and was arrested. I just feel like, you know, like I had like a little guardian angel and and somehow made it through. <laughs> the suspect allegedly told police he'd been using drugs the day of the robbery and claims he only knew something had happened thanks to the damage on his car. And it's been the talk of tennis. How long is too long when you need to answer the call of nature? The third-ranked male tennis player in the world is under fire for taking awfully long potty breaks during the U.S. Open. Now, players are allowed to take a reasonable amount of time for the bathroom. The trouble is, the tennis rules do not spell out reasonable. Will this bathroom break change the way tennis is played? Sometimes we need a short break to to do what we have to do. Stefanos Tsitsipas is creating headlines after taking several long, and we do mean long, bathroom breaks at this week's U.S. Open. The controversy started during a match against Andy Murray. Tsitsipas first took a medical timeout, then he took two potty breaks, which both lasted nearly eight minutes. This has thousands in the stadium in New York waited for his return. Murray was furious. It's never once taken me that long to go to the toilet, ever. What's your opinion on this? I mean, you're umpiring the match. Do you think that that's normal? At a press conference following the match, Murray didn't hold back, maybe because he lost. I have zero time for that stuff at all, and I lost respect for him. It takes Stefanos Tsitsipas twice as long to go to the bathroom as it takes Jeff Bezos to fly into space. Interesting, Murray tweeted. I try and be as, as quick as I can. Sometimes I just need a bit more time. Two days later, it happened again, this time in a match with Adrian Marinino. Seven minutes passed while Tsitsipas disappeared into the bathroom. Just past seven minutes. And when he returned, the spectators gave him a rousing chorus of boos. You feel rejuvenated, you feel fresh, uh, and you don't have all the, all the sweat bothering you and coming in your face. Tennis pro Danny Alante wonders if Tsitsipas is trying to psych out his opponents. I definitely think it's bad sportsmanship on his part. Even the moderator had enough. Can we move on now? Don't be surprised if those bathroom rules don't get changed. We'll be back right after this. Next, a search for this dedicated delivery man to give him a tip. I just basically want to say thank you. Then, is Britney Spears' boyfriend about to pop the question? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Parents on a campaign to warn everyone about the risks of ride-sharing. I'm going to change the ride-share industry. Coming to Inside Edition, their daughter was stabbed 120 times when she got into the wrong car. She thought it was her Uber. Then, back-to-school hacks. Yeah, let's go get our backpacks. How to get your kids out the door in time. Coming to Inside Edition.
If you ordered food in during the terrible storm this week, did you really, really have nothing in your house to eat? A lot of people are saying ordering in during a storm and then especially not tipping generously is just downright cruel. Stephen Fabian has more. This is dedication. A delivery guy wades through knee-high water as New York City is hit with historic flooding. Shame on whoever couldn't just boil a pot of rice or pasta and had to order food and make this human do this, goes one angry tweet. He better have gotten a great tip, goes another. Freelance photographer Johnny Miller recorded the video, which has now gone viral. What struck you about what he was doing? He literally was like struggling to push his bike through the water that came up above his tires of his bike at one point and keep his food above the water level. I mean, I just kind of felt depressed at the whole scene. Miller is now trying to find the delivery guy and give him the money he's making off the video, which is being seen around the world. He even hopped on his bike and went on the hunt. Hopefully find that guy and give him some money. I'm lucky enough to have gotten some money for this video, and um, I just basically want to say thank you. Have you had any luck finding this guy? No. Any leads? No. None? No leads, really, no. This guy wasn't alone. Be careful, man. Delivery bikes were spotted all over as Ida wreaked havoc. The delivery service Grubhub pays a base wage of $2 per delivery. But due to the dangers during this week's storm, that rose to up to $7 a delivery. But remember, these guys depend on your generosity for a living wage. One delivery person said working during the storm was the worst day ever on the job. By the way, etiquette experts say you should never tip less than 20% of the total price of your order, especially when the weather's bad. But in a hurricane, maybe you should check what's in your fridge first. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, is Britney Spears' boyfriend about to pop the question? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. He's been part of her life for a long time, but is Britney Spears' boyfriend getting ready to propose? This photo snapped at a pricey jewelry store has a lot of people talking. Is Britney's boyfriend about to pop the question? Sam Ashgari was spotted shopping for rings at Cartier in Beverly Hills, snapping photos of rings that he liked. The 27-year-old model has been dating Britney for five years and has been by her side during her conservatorship battle. Britney has said she wants to get married again and have more kids. And while Ashgari was out shopping, Britney posted this dancing video to honor the victims of Hurricane Ida, including in her home state of Louisiana. My thoughts and prayers go out to so many people in this world at the moment. The news is horrific, especially in the heartland of Louisiana, she writes. And while marriage may be in Britney's future, it's over for Kaylee Cuoco and her husband. The former Big Bang Theory star announced that after three years of marriage, she and Carl Cook are calling it quits. Our current paths have taken us in opposite directions, she says. 
The couple got married in 2018 before close family and friends at a horse stable outside San Diego. It was Kaylee's second marriage. Hi, I'm Natalia Bryant. It's the late Kobe Bryant's daughter, Natalia, gorgeous model. Natalia has signed with IMG Models. She also just started her freshman year at USC studying film. So my dad and I would always watch like as many movies as we can and we'd go on like movie marathons. And then we'd also like analyze as many movies as we can and we'd like talk about it for months. His daughter? Natalia says she's wanted to be a model for as long as she can remember, and she says her mother, Vanessa, is her style icon. When we come back, a crazy moment on the green. Finally today, a golfer on the PGA Tour makes a putt and has a little help from above. A butterfly seems to think it found a new little friend at the PGA the Tour. Chasing. Chasing in. Go get it, butterfly. Yeah. The butterfly follows Chasing. the ball Chasing until. It. Go get it, butterfly. Yeah. That's not a birdie. Chasing. It's a butterfly. Chasing in. Chasing in. Go get it, butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> not sure who was more excited, the announcer or the guy who hit it. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.